You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hi, welcome to the first podcast of the year. We are here to preview the League Cup semi-finals, which take place this weekend with an excellent panel of guests. So I'm John, I'm your host for this evening, and we are joined by Michael, representing Celtic. How are you doing, Michael? Hi, John. All right. I feel as though that I'm here every second week now, um, but i happy to be back. Um, and then representing Kilmarnock, we have the planning guest, Neil. How are you doing? I'm good, John. Thanks for asking me on. Nice to be back on. All right. Good to have you back on, likewise. Um, and then we've got Sunday's representatives, so regulars, Erin for Aberdeen. Hello. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Good. And for Rangers, we have regular Josh. How are you doing? Good uh, evening. Good evening. We all excited about the weekend? Absolutely. Full card. I mean, you've got a full card on Saturday, well, same for the teams involved in the uh, in the League Cup final, uh, semi final, and then Sunday um, into the big the big one. I mean, the wee ones on Saturday evening, um, the big one on Sunday. I think pretty much everyone is actually managing to play their games, are they not? Because Hearts and St Mirren are doing their rearranged Cole Queen game on Friday. And most other people's fixtures, I think. I don't. I think there's still a few, fair few games on. Nobody cares about the league last weekend. We'll get to talk about league. I do, I do, mate. My fantasy football was. Uh, I'm in bother. Just reminded me that is a task that I need to deal with. I need to wildcard both both of them and just see if we can resolve the. Uh, there's been some issues in my team. Uh, I was doing all right. The uh, I'm, football, I'm using my wildcard this week. Put my eye off the ball. I think I was sitting in like sixth place at one point in our league. I'm now thirteenth, which is pretty poor. I don't know where you get you guys are, but um I've probably got their own Aberdeen attacker, which we will come on to later on when we talk about the game on Sunday. Yes. Aye. Right, first up then, on Saturday, half past five, under the lights at Hamden, we've got Celtic and Kilmarnock. I repeat of the weekend fixture just gone so Neil you were at the game on Saturday weren't you? No I watched it though I watched all 90 minutes in real time but I wasn't there um, John I I mean we started in first 45 we're, we were okay I mean we frustrated Celtic um, but um, went to sleep in injury time at the end of the first half and you know, after that, it was it was uphill. You know, they came straight out and um, scored again. Fifty first minute, uh, Taylor OG, but it was a it was a poor goal. Um, Maeda gave us problems all afternoon. Um, playing in the left wing for Celtic, Hatate just he was running the game um, by the midway point in the second half. Um, Lost of goal in the fifty-first minute. Ash Taylor OG. It looked at initially as if Kyogo had scored, but it was an OG, and and then their goal lived a bit of a charmed life after that. Really, it was it was Celtic hit the post twice, the bar, um, 
And to be honest, it should have been about four or five. But that didn't really reflect. I think we can take positives out of the first 45 minutes. We're not going to go, we're not going to, go to Hamden on Saturday and outplay Celtic. I mean, let's not kid ourselves here. But um, we did... We did show enough in the first 45 to say that we, we, we can um, put up a resilient performance, hopefully, Saturday night. Um, it's the first time we've been at Hamden for 10 years, so we're pleased about that. Um, the, the, the league form has not been what we wanted it to be, but um, when I come on the pod pre-season, I predicted ninth. We're sitting in ninth. I didn't think the squad looked any better than ninth. I would take tenth now at, at, at this stage. Um, we've struggled for goals. Um, McInnes has struggled for sh- a shape really, um, and we've laboured in the league, especially away from home. We, we've not won a, a game away from home, so that, this is a neutral venue. So I'm hoping that um, <laughs> we can do something. I think we if we can't lose an early goal. Um, if, if we want to do what we did um, better than what we attempted to do on Saturday, then we can't lose an early goal. We need a big performance from the defence, the goalkeeper. Um, and I, I don't know what more. I'm not going to start to get carried away with big, grandiose predictions because Celtic are a really good side this season. They're playing well. They're blowing away everybody else in there, apart from the the rivals have blown away everybody else more or less in the league um, and um, we've just been fodder for them so far this season the home game at Coman it was 5 nothing, and we just got schooled that day we need to stop crosses and I don't like the looks of Maeda he's hitting real good form after the World Cup we need to stop the crosses into the box we're not mobile enough in defence we've got big tall def- I mean you're familiar you know Ash Taylor um, uh, better than most, John. And, and um, the boy Joe Wright's a good centre back, but they're, they're tall. They're, they're, they're built for defending high balls and, and these low balls. They're not very clever with these. And I think Celtic have clicked onto that. We've, we've been weak um, down the wings all, all year. McInnes has tinkered with three at the back, wing backs orthodox left and right back and it's never looked right and uh, Celtic clicked on straight away that you can get a commander down the flanks and that that's again what happened on Saturday both goals came for low crosses into the box and we need to stop those crosses into the box um, especially first 45 and then hope for maybe next something that's about as much as I can hope for um, join yeah. I suppose How did the boy Vassell look? Did he get much action? I know he started and Saturday, been yeah. much of the ball. McInnes said he had the played since October. So g- given that he had he clearly wasn't match fat, he looked really strong. He looked as if he can hold the ball up better than anybody else that we've got. Aside from Lafferty, Lafferty's eligible again Saturday, but obviously it won't, won't be match fat. Um, I wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised if I saw myself from the start. I think, I mean, Doidge has been coming on. He wasn't match fat either when he came to his, um, but he's been improving. And we Robinson coming back, it's like a new signing. He's he's been able to um allow McInnes to play three five two, um, which he's not really been able to to do because he's not had that foil for the for the like you know, McInnes likes to play a, a big strong centre forward. He's had nobody yeah. to really 
and uh, Scott Robinson has offered that. He's come back strong, and Rob Robinson will start. I, I mean, he's nailed on. And then who who plays next to him? Doidge or uh, Vassell? It's a coin toss, probably, John. Then any other changes in the team? Thank, thank Stokes. He doesn't usually play, does he? No, he came back. For me, he he is not quite. I'm not here to criticise players, but I don't think he's quite Scottish Premiership standard. Um, but I think he might play because because I think he's going to pack the defence because he, he's going to he's going to retain Mayo at right wing back and he's going to play three centre backs. I suspect and the boy Aston Villa loanee Ben Crescent at left wing back, but it's it's it's, it's going to look more like a five man defence because Lewis Mayo is really a centre back who's been pushed out right. So I, I expect Stokes to play. The only other centre-back we could possibly play is Jack Sanders, who we've just recalled for Cove Rangers, but he, he's, he'll, not be, he'll not be near enough yet for, for Hamden. So Stokes, uh, he's left-sided, so he fits the bill there to play on the left of Ash Taylor, Joe Wright on the right, but then an, like an actual defender in the right wing-back role, and Lewis Mayo will, will probably make us a very, very defensive team on Saturday. It tends to be what McInnes does with any team against Celtic. So he's not getting the best of records at Hamden in semi-finals against Celtic either, or just in general at Hamden um, against him. But no many teams do that over the last few years, to be fair. Uh, Michael, Celtic, pretty confident we're in the game. Um, yeah. Um, Saturday... I you kind of summed up nicely. The from a Celtic point of view, first half we were on top of the game. Second half, I, I know you said it could have been four or five. I, I thought we could have been seven on on Saturday. Um, that that I got a lot of, um, we got a lot of chances at goal. Um, wasn't the best performance in the world. I grant you that, but at least it's. Um, Business is usual, um, and now three points in the bad and bag, and uh, turn my attention to Saturday's game at Hamden now. So, yeah, quietly confident, but you never, you never know. It's a one-off game, and Hamden might um, uh, come out. will be up for the game. First time at Hamden in ten years. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know. Uh, playing in an environment where you you. Um, there's a big park as well, um, but you can never you can never uh, tell on the on these kind of games as well. Um, I, I've been um, not to not to speak about any other team here, but uh, been a wee bit disappointed again come out last season so far. I thought they would have offered something, uh, get, get more points on the boards. Um, as well, I mean, I've only saw them against I, uh, Rangers at Ibrox, and obviously Celtic get the weekend, and I was at the game in uh, in August uh, down in Rugby Park. But um, no, it's um, I, I fear for come out this season. Sorry about that, Neil, but, but you know, honest opinion um, as well. But no, I mean, from from a Celtic point of view, yeah, quietly confident going into the game, and, and hopefully that will be. The beginning of the treble. Aye. Um, one thing I'm quite surprised at, just going back to Neil, see the kind of recruitment wise, I thought there'd be a bit more recruitment done in terms of 
signings at Kilmarnock. I don't know what you think so far. McKinnon's always at Aberdeen, I remember it. He loved a loan signing. And it's always a chance to get a player to your club you maybe wouldn't get normally. But did you expect, Neil, there maybe be more players coming in permanently? Well, it's a big concern. I mean, if you look at transfer, Matt, we've got no, we've only got three, I think, three players, maybe four, who are contracted beyond the 31st of May 2023. All of our players are out of contract in four months. Uh, all of them are Rory McKenzie, Kerr McEnroy, one of the young boys, maybe Watson. Um, I think it's only three, actually. And everybody they, they've got contracts till May 24. And everybody else is out of contract um, May 23. So, I mean, he's brought in these two loanees, um, Crescent and Alibiosu from Aston Villa and Arsenal, respectively. You know, and I think my... Most Kelly fans would have expected these boys to be absolute stick-ons for right back and left back, or right wing back and left back, and, and it's not been that way. He's just he's tinkered and tinkered. He brought in obviously Lewis Mayo and one for Angels. Um, I, it's more the, the, the players he's got the most out of are ones that we didn't really expect. Like Danny Armstrong was already there, and he looked. I mean, he looked on the way out. He looked on the periphery. I don't know whether maybe. Chris Buck moving on to the coaching staff and playing the same position has helped him. Liam Polworth was, I mean, he was loaned out to Dunfermline and he's been recalled. Um, these, these are guys that, that McInnes didn't have really anywhere near it when we won the championship. Um, I don't know. It's, he's brought in Liam Donnelly from, from Motherwell who, I don't really know what to make of Donnelly. He's quite, quite good technically, but um, doesn't really seem to be um, quick enough um, or athletic enough. He's good enough technically. Looks as if he was brought in to play defensive midfield, but he's never really been able to nail in a place. Aye, it's all been a bit. He's brought in Doidge and loan, and now uh, Kyle Vasselli brought in Jordan Jones. So he has brought in players. It's just, I don't know. I mean, Jones was obviously brought in to play in the wing. And presumably you could play him in left, at the left wing and Armstrong on the right, be a centre forward, maybe a four-three-three. But honestly, you don't know. The Kamala fans are getting quite frustrated. The fan media is becoming quite frustrated because you just can't, you just don't know what he's going to, McInnes is going to do next. You don't, he doesn't know his best team, and it, it is kind of costing us at times, especially away from home. Like how many times now have we? You'll have maybe looked at the scores coming through and Kilmarnocka like three nothing down away, like three nothing down to Dundee United, four nothing down, you know, and then he changes it, like like drastic subs or big, like early subs, and and then acknowledges in the post match that he's he's got it wrong, and that that's happened too kind of too often, and and it's, I'm not, I mean, I'm still on side with McInnes being a good appointment. Overall, when you look at the overall picture, 2022 has been a good year for Kilmarnock. Um, we, we need to be realistic about where we are. Um, 2022, we, we won the championship at first time asking. We've, we're playing at Hamden for the first time in 10 years. And, and we've just announced the new um, Bowie Park training complex. You know, So it's... it's. I thought like, we need to keep things in perspective, I think. And, and we just can't get relegated, John. That, that's, Aye, definitely. That's, I, w- I was going to ask you, Neil, um, I know um, Derek McKinnon, I think, a four-year deal uh, back in 
uh, September last year, but do you think it was a risk of giving him a four-year deal at that particular time? I think he's got three years. Um, he's got a decent decent deal, but um, I, I think it was a good move. He's also brought in a, a recruitment guy who he wanted. But he'll be. I suppose it's, his time is now, though. He's got. He's got to. I mean, he suppose he's got. He's had an excuse up until now, whereby there was a lot of Tommy Wright players, and you know, um, he's 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 now going to have a window um, at the moment, and he's got his recruitment guy in. <laughs> you can't really. You've got. I think I'm glad to see that we're giving him time. I think there's too much turnover. I, I don't know what. I, I, as I said. Uh, at the top of the show, you know, I predicted ninth when I came on here pre-season because I didn't think the squad was strong enough. And Kelly, there were a lot of people getting quite carried away with what we were going to do. I just, I just saw too many weaknesses. Um, it, he has tinkered a, a lot, but I think it's to do with the, a lot to do with the personnel that he has. I think that I was glad when he signed the deal because I thought in his in his post-match interviews he was he was getting quite frustrated and he was maybe. I don't know. I, I, there was a there was a moment where I can't remember after which game it was, but there was a moment when I actually feared, "Is this guy going to walk?" And I think no. I, I, I'll, I'm really glad that we gave him a contract. I'm going to. I mean, I back him. I'm sure most Kelly fans. I mean, what's the alternative? I mean, who are we going to bring in instead? You know, I think. Um, I can speak for most Kelly fans when I say that we still back McInnes. He kept up his fine record as well before Christmas. Uh... Uh, wins at Rugby Park. Aberdeen playing there. Apart from, unfortunately, he was commodity manager this time. Um, that was the first time he's lost in 11 years. Aye, 11 I years. broke his own record. <laughs> I know. It was his great record that we, we, he managed to break, which is a bit ironic. Yeah. But that was last year, and this is very much 2023 now, so we're not going to That's right. Thank you, we've moved on. Ancient history. 2023, you're of Aberdeen, let's hope so. No, a positive, Neil. last time you were at Hamden in a semi-final, you played at Air United, won an extra time in the League Cup, I remember. I was actually there because my brother-in-law and my father-in-law are uh, Kelly fans and they had a spare ticket and they were like, do you want to go? So there's a positive. And then who did you beat in the final? Yeah, I was, I was there at both games. And um, the Celtic game was... Just my best day as a Kelly fan because it was so unexpected that day, you know. And, and Commander played really good. I was actually looking at the stats for that game, um, just a wee bit of prep for this show. And Commander, I mean, 53 possession to 47, I would take that based on Saturday when Celtic had 79 percent possession <laughs> to 21. So there, there's some positives. I know it was a while ago, but just the 10 years, John. Uh, well, we got more, eh? I've got, I've got to say, Neil, um, I went to see Kelly um, to what, at the end of last season, the game that he's won the league against our both the one at Rugby Park. Um, and after that game, I said to my friend who works for Kilmarnock um, that I don't think he's looked... I, I thought, at match, my actual words were, they need to do a lot of work in terms of the transfer market in the summer. Um and I, I, I think that he's kept the core of the squad from the championship last season. Um, and I don't think that's what needed to be done. I, th- I think he's needed wholesale changes throughout the team. Um, I think there's a lot of, you know, you mentioned a couple of the boys in particular, but but there's I think there's a lot of boys in there that 
probably aren't Premiership material. Um, and, and, you know, you mentioned a few of them that were on the cusp, you know, and then are, are suddenly back in the team like Paul Worth and even Dan Armstrong, who has been a, you know, actually has breathed some life into his career this season. He's been one of the better players for Kilmarnock. Um, but I do, I, I've got to be honest, I do fear for you. Um, having said that, though, I actually thought until the first goal went in on Saturday that you were actually really good against Celtic. Um, but that's what Celtic do, isn't it? They just they grind and grind and grind and then eventually they wear you down and, and they get a goal. And it, when Kilmarnock go 1-0 down against Celtic, despite the fact they've played so well, it becomes, you know, just a thankless, impossible task, doesn't it? To, you know, well, do, do, we, do we come out and, and try to get an equaliser or not? But um, I thought he were okay on Saturday. If, if that's, you know, and it was probably, it was a good rehearsal for you to get the kind of measure of Celtic at the moment. Oh, oh definitely. I mean, McInnes was, uh, a journalist tried to kind of draw him on whether he thought it was a, going to be a positive or a negative that we were playing Celtic like kind of back to back and he wasn't he wasn't drawn in the question whether it, was, whether it was an advantage or a disadvantage Josh but I think it's an advantage personally it wouldn't have been an advantage if we'd get absolutely if, if Celtic had scored five in the second half as Michael alluded to and they probably maybe possibly deserved to um, if I'm totally honest that would have been a disaster if we'd been absolutely hammered six or seven, that would have been a catastrophe. But there was enough we could take enough positives from the game and and really I and to your other point, I I, I know Kamala weren't brilliant in the championship. We did what had to be done. Um that I suppose we that, that winning goal against the Broth was about the best move we'd put together the whole season. You know, it, we, we had enough quality by that point and players like Lafferty um and, and Shaw, who's not had a look in, there's been some strange, all Shaw's fallen out of contention completely, having been a top scorer last year. Fraser Murray was a player of the year last year and he's not been playing. Aye, it's it's all been a bit quite quite hard to predict, um, Josh. But no, I do acknowledge that we were and we kind of got out of jail a wee bit. I mean, it was a growth, really. The, the, the miracle almost happened with a growth. I mean, they were 15 minutes away from it. And so... Aye, we, we we did what had to be done, and it wasn't the strongest championship ever. You think? Do you think? Do you think Neil uh, this weekend? I was just thinking about the change of venue. Um, going to Hamden is going to be really difficult. Um, Hamden's one of the biggest pitches in the country. I I would. I mean, with the players that Celtic have got and the runners, you know, you mentioned Maeda specifically. You know, he's the kind of player that lives for Hamden, you know, that, that kind of big, wide open spaces, but long bursting runs. Um, I mean, you know, do, do, I mean, is there an element of, is there an element of the fact that this is on the big stage at Hamden that Celtic are so used to being there as well? You know, if we're just, we're just by talking about how it has been 10 years for Kelly, this, this, you know, that this isn't a, a this isn't a squad that are experienced in um big set you know, big cup matches, semi finals, finals, etc. No, I, I definitely we, we really I mean Mayo 
another positive, I suppose, and, and that's what I'm on here to do, is try and take positives for Kilmarnock. Another positive could be Lewis Mayo, uh, Loney from Rangers, is really coming on to a game. Um, whether he'll cut it at Rangers, I don't know, but for us, I mean, he's, he was there definitely our man of the match, definitely outfield man of the match on Saturday, um, despite Hatati's uh, no Hatati, Maeda's performance um, on the wing. So we'll, we'll be looking for more of the same from Mayo. He's almost, he's a, he'll definitely play on the right of our defence now, but it'll be a five-man defence. We'll just try and part the bus, I suspect, Josh. And then we'll, I think the most adventurous we can be, and McInnes has said as much, that is that he'll play, I think it'll be an orthodox 3 5 two. Three five two, but it'll be more like a five three two. But he'll play some. He'll play Robinson off a big man up front and hope that maybe we can, maybe we can do something on the break or, you know, mechanics as well for corners. Um, you'll yep. pack the box for the corners. Uh, a scary stat is, I mean, it's a lack of goals after Dan Armstrong, who's got five league goals and three assists. After that, it's Ash Taylor and Joe Wright are two centre backs. Ash Taylor's got four league goals and one assist. Joe Wright's got three league goals. And nobody else has got more than one goal for Kamala this season in the league. Ash Taylor a little header. Likes going up for the oh, corner. He wasn't far away at Celtic Park before Celtic had annihilated his... He was with that header. I don't know if you've seen it. A looping header. He's um, scored a few this season. I mean, there's been talk of putting him up front. I've tried it before. Darren McInnes has definitely done it. Garen, I'm sure he's done it when we've been like one all or something. And he's thrown Ash Taylor up front for the last five. Um, wait, he wait scored it against us at Pataudry. And I saw loads of people putting it on. It was like 20 to one or something. He likes a little header. I mm-hmm. I like Ash Taylor. I'm not saying I would have him back, but he wasn't terrible. Just wait and see. Well, we'll score a couple of that and probably a Celtic Rangers final. We'll end up in Kelly Aberdeen and Ash Taylor will score the winner. I'm worried about that to an extent because imagine Derek McInnes beating us in a fight. No, thank you. No, no. Um, Right, if we had to push you for a prediction, Michael, first of all, what's your prediction for Saturday's game? Score wise. Um, 3 0. Neil. No, no, Kelly and Pins. It's a good Pins. There's no. You take that, wouldn't you? Uh, what about you guys, Aaron, Josh? Uh, I guess. Um, oh, honestly. Sorry, you go. Um, honestly, probably 3 0 Celtic. Maybe three, I don't know. Do I see Kelly scoring? No, so maybe 2 0. Sorry. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm going to go for 2 0 uh, Celtic as well. Gives me no joy to say that because I hope Celtic lose every game they go into. Um, and Kelly are um, well. I'm originally Fervin, so um, Kelly would be uh, know that I'm a fan. But they, they would. I, I would always back them if it was if I was a neutral. I would always back Kilmarnock. Uh, as it happens, I'm not a neutral in this in this one. Um, but yeah, I, I think Celtic are going to have too much fees, Neil. And like Aaron said, I just don't see you. I mean, you round off the stats for your, be yourself there. I just don't see you scoring any goals against them. It's a demand to the cup, isn't it? That's it, mate. Um, right, we'll move on to Sunday then. 
the big one, I think Aaron called it earlier, didn't you? Or was it Josh that called it the big one? Big one. Oh, Josh uh, pretended Saturday was like the warm-up for our game. Aye. Uh, Sunday is the big well. Sunday's the big one for Aberdeen. Anyway, it's one of their. They're, they're actually playing five cup finals this year. Believe that <laughs> this is a semi final. Semi final. Yeah. Well, no. Well, it's always a cup final against the Rangers for Aberdeen. So yeah. we'll see. Uh, I, see when you raise when you raise your game when you play us, we do get criticised for that. But I think Rangers like do like a game against us as well. Can I save your better performances do, against us? Um. Well, yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I mean, I suppose that that game a few weeks ago, um, the 3-2, I'm, I'm hoping that that was something of a turning point this season in terms of their form. Um, we've looked a lot better in recent weeks, um, certainly since Beals came in and I, I think it's going to take them time. We, we need signings. Um, we need we're, we're light in certain areas of the midfield, um, certain attacking areas. We need another striker. I think um, we definitely need more attacking midfield. We need players back. That's probably been one of the biggest things for us over the past five to six weeks. Is that we've 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 got Connor Goldson back. Um, we've got Antonio Cholak back. Uh, we. I, Kimar Roof came on last night. Um, oh God, it's a list. The, the list is actually so so long. We've got Barisic back for the World Cup. You know, um, so I, I'm actually kind of tripping over myself a wee bit when I'm saying we need a lot of signings. Actually, probably the biggest thing for us is the fact that so many of the players have come back for injury. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty confident we'll dispatch Aberdeen. I I, I don't think Aberdeen are any. Great shakes this season. Um, I think Jim Goodwin's under a lot of pressure, rightfully so. Um, what I can't believe that he's still is it fifth? He's a sitting fourth, fourth, fourth. I cannot believe he's a fourth. What part? Of, why? Because you've been asked twice. Just looked so terrible. What's that? Is that like four four losses on the bounce? I can't. No, we, we won on Saturday. Thank you. I can't believe you're oh, saying. Sorry, well, I sorry before Saturday. They did have four losses and then a draw and then a win. Aye. And it's all fine actually, anyway, so it's fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it gives you, Josh, how how poor the league is this season, but it was pretty similar last year, like with the exception of like the top three. Everyone else was like just beating each other, and it's pretty much like that this season. Even maybe more so. It's now. Yeah. I mean, Hearts obviously had the European campaign to contend with, but now they're kind of starting to look kind of pretty good. They're not going to play every midweek. But saying that, Aberdeen are only three points behind them. So, do you know that Graham Shane is back? Yeah, Aaron. Now, I have not seen such social media from a club since we signed Scott Brown. Like, we did sign another guy that same day. Who am his love? Well, get if you we'll find out about him later. It's not important at the moment. He can't play anyway, he's not got a visa. But I mean, Graham Shinney's back. It's a great signing, to be fair. That yeah. is, um I, I I to be honest, I I had a wee, when he signed, I had a wee look at um his kind of record uh, down south. I thought he would 
it seems like he's been down there for years and years. And I thought he would have played hundreds of games, but he didn't actually play all that much for Derby. Um, and then is, is it Wigan he's on loan for? Yeah. It is Wigan, yeah. Uh, so I, I'm surprised at how little he played down there because he is a quality player. Um, though, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a decent signing um, for Aberdeen. I don't really think it's... I think your problems are maybe more at centre-back. Um, the one thing he will do, though, is he'll think, protect the centre-back yeah. as well a bit. Correct. Yeah. yeah. It's actually yeah. going to be fine. So the Graham Shinney effect, everyone's buzzing, um, got announced, everyone's just happy. It's it really changed the way things are, Josh, and I think you're going to find a little surprise on Sunday mm-hmm. when Graham Shinney scores the winner. A little surprise. Surprise a little surprise. Okay, okay. I, I think, I mean, t- to be honest, I think it, and I'm, this is me totally now with my um, neutral objective hat on, I think it probably has set up for a Rangers-Celtic final. Um, I think Shinny's uh, a good sign, and, and Aberdeen, look, Aberdeen have shown this season that, that they have quality there. They've been on a horror run recently, um, but th- there is quality. The boy Dukes come on to a better form, which I'm surprised at. Um, you know th- th- there is quality through Aberdeen's team, but I just don't think it's it's going to be enough to uh, to beat us. I think we've had a bit of a purple patch as well. Um, I thought the game on Sunday against Dundee United Rangers were impressive in the second half. Um, I think in terms of the lineup for us, that you'd probably see John McLaughlin keep his keep his place. Um, you'll see that unchanged back four of Tavernier. Goldson and Davies at centre back, which is looking um that's looking like a good partnership. Um, I, I think they might play well together and it's and it and it's my favourite thing, mate. See when you've got a right centre back with a right foot and a left centre back with a left foot. It's so satisfying. I hate centre backs with correct foots. The only defenders we've got, right? So you've seen them all before. We'll be playing those. Don't worry, that's fine. That's not a problem. Don't need all this. Right. Okay. Half okay. Different... No, fine. That's all right. That's what we'll be playing. You'll see the return of the only defence that we currently own. Hmm? That's fine. I'm not concerned about this. Um, seeing the midfield, Josh, who do you think will start? Jack or Kamara? I think it'll be Tillman and Lundstrom will start. But... Yeah, Tillman and, L- Tillman and Lundstrom. Um Hard to say. Um, Mick Bill loves Kamara, um, but Kamara's no. Uh, I, I thought we would see a new player as soon as Mick Bill arrived, but we've not seen that. So, um, uh, part of me's thinking that he might he might start with Jack and Lundstrom. Um, Jack Jack had a great assist at the weekend for Sakala. Um, no enough. I mean, a lot of people are talking about how good Sakala's goal was, but no enough's actually been made about the the actual awareness to make that wee death flick on from Jack. So that was fantastic. He needs fitness, Jack. We know how quality a player he can be, um, but it's going to take him time. He had a long period out um, and he is injury prone. So I would be, um, I, I would be wary about overplaying him, but I, I do, I do think he'll start Lundstrom and Jack Tillman uh, and then up front, I think he'll probably go, um, he'll probably go unchanged he'll probably go Sakala, Kent and I, actually I think he'll start Morelos um, Morelos showed in the second half 
yes, on Sunday, just, you know, how much quality he still has. If he could just shift the pounds, you know, if he could just shift the pounds and get fit again, you know, it can, it, I still, I've, I've said a lot of times in this podcast that I think at 100% fitness and at 100% ability, Morelos is the best striker in Scotland by an absolute distance. Um, but That's he hasn't been in top form. He hasn't been in top shape. His shape, not me. He's, he's the shape he's in for a professional athlete is shocking. It's absolutely shocking. Um, I, I, and it is no excuse. He's got no excuse to be in the shape he's in. Aye, you wouldn't. You would think as well. Like obviously, he's out of contract at the end of the season. That he'd be wanting to do as well as he can, whether either earn a new contract, but it does look like he wants to leave Rangers or earn a decent move, but so far... Well, the, 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 thing, the, thing is, the thing is, John, see two, two, two and a half, three years ago, um, a, a move for him, he probably was looking at a Lille or a Sevilla or a Valencia or a, I don't know, Frankfurt, right? He, he was probably looking at a team like that two or three years ago. Um, and, you know, a, a 15, 20 million pound move. To be honest, that's probably when we should have cashed in on him. Um, we didn't because we thought, right, well, th- w- there'll be more money to come. But I don't think they were quite accounting for Mirelos's, um lack of professionalism in that. And I did see the papers reporting the other day that um, the latest club linked with them was uh, Tigres and Tigre in Mexico. Um, and see, to be honest... That would probably be about the move that I would see him getting on his at his current level. I think that's probably the move that he would be looking at, and that's not where we want because he wants a move to a big club. Um, but it's not coming if um, if he doesn't pull his finger out, get the pound shifted, and get fit again. Aye, in terms of attack, though, otherwise the person that's benefited most from Michael Beale is definitely Sakala, who looks like a totally different player. Mate, I've said to you on this podcast loads of times, Sakala's a player. I've always known he's a player, right? So many, so many Rangers fans disagree with me. I've always thought he was a player. Always. And he's now, this kind of, I think one interesting thing that Beale's done, um, and I was doing a wee bit, I was looking at some of the kind of, some of the kind of stat, statistician um, heat map stuff and all that. And um, one of the things that Beal's done with Sakala is actually gave him that same kind of role that Ryan Kent occupies under Beal's system. He's let him, he's let him have a bit of a free roam. Whereas under under Gio, I feel that he was a bit stifled um, and 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 having to stick out in the wing all the time. Whereas now Sakala is darting about all over the pitch. And we're going to remember that when Sakala first came to Rangers, he was billed as a striker. Yeah. So. He's a striker come winger. So I think that probably that, that kind of ability to dart about the kind of middle front three, if you like, I think that probably suits him. Um a bit like when Beal was there under Gerard number tens. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is it's bizarre with Sakala, he's he's got he's he's he got football bipolar. He's um you know, I mean, at times, I mean, you've seen that goal on Sunday was absolutely extraordinary. And then other times you feel like, oh my God, is this guy actually a professional footballer? 
Uh, right, Aberdeen Erin, let's get some positives on the go. Now, Shane's back. It's brilliant. It's all going to be just talk, lovely. Can I just, it has to be more than that. Um, right. Duke's I, form. I, I mean, see on Saturday, brilliant. All good, lovely, excellent game. Everyone happy. People people crying with joy. People shouting, he's one of our own. Back to back Him and Johnny sheets. Hayes hugging. So it's all, it's all fixed now. It's all fixed. Uh, right, okay, here's a big one for Aberdeen for me. I think, but I don't think Goodwin will do it, that he should drop my should start and up top. Start, um, and then have maybe Kennedy and Hay support. And I don't think he'll do it. I fully agree. It should be. But I think that's where we get I the best out of Duke. Lewis, but I can't say that. So it needs to be Kennedy Lewis. Then it needs to be Hayden Coulson. Then Liam Scales. So there you go. Left footed centre half. And then Anthony Stewart. Right foot centre half, I suppose. I think. I don't know. Unsure. Yeah. He's, well, he'll be fine. And Ross McCrory right back, fine. And then Shinny and Ramadani in the middle, trying to count. Then Clarkson or Bazowin in the middle, don't mind which, really. Kennedy and Hayes on the wings, Duke up front. No need to see Boyamayovsky, who's done nothing for months. So, yeah, fine. I said, I said in September, after the Ross County away game, when he was very lazy... I said, hmm, not sure. Then, when did we go to Hibs Easter Road after that? Yeah, terrible. And I said, mark my words, he is not this amazing, like, absolute brilliant best thing we've ever seen that everyone's making out. And it turns out that seems to be the case. I just think it's not the not scoring goals, it's more the just looking, just not that sharp, not that great. So I would do exactly that and start Duke, who I love. One thing you could say about me, obviously, is as much as he's not scoring, he's still at least getting getting chances, which is good. You sometimes worry more when a striker's not getting the chances. At least he's getting the chances, and maybe just the type of player that scores in like patches. You know what I mean? Like scores a few like five six games and then doesn't score for a bit. You get players like that. Um, I'm very I, happy with Duke at the moment. Yeah, everyone else, he's been definitely outside. Love him this so season. much. Um, you also do you see his little article where he was like, "I just love it here. They're so nice. He's just absolutely loving it. Great." Uh, so, um, yeah, genuinely, and I can joke about Graham Shinnie, but honestly, he is going to make a huge, huge difference. You know, Saturday's not a one-off. He's barely been there five minutes. He doesn't even know any of them. And I just thought, yeah, he was um, good, all fine. Looks um, like it did look better, and I think he will be what we've been missing. Because he will be a captain and maybe not with the armband on, although I think he should get it if he stays in the summer. And he will be what we have not had in a long time, which is someone, a proper leader in the middle of that park. Yeah, we've not had since but... Shinny left the first time, but um, more positives. The last time we played in the League Cup, Aberdeen on Rangers, we know what happened. Lewis Ferguson, he head up. And oh. Rangers' record at Hamden as well in the semi-finals hasn't been great over the last... What, I think 2-0. Seven or eight years? Uh, two, no, 2-1. Two I think they'll score 2-1. Two Erin, uh, do you have Graham uh, Shinney bed covers, bed sheets? I um, do think I might see if I can get Graham Shinney poster. If he scores on Sunday, imagine. The worst thing is, though, this genuinely pains me so much. Um, I'm not going. 
It's my sister's wedding. Oh, you're not? No. <laughs> and I'm really upset about it. And I'm like, already, I've already had the abuse from my pals of, oh, I bet you'd be trying to go to the final though. I bet you'd be wanting tickets then. <laughs> and I genuinely feel, I feel bad about it. But be fine, so we'll win and I'll be there for the final. Plus, I went to Annan on a Tuesday night. So I'm allowed to go to that final. See, if we win though, maybe you're the jinx at Hamden. And you should stay away for the final. No, I've seen us win at Hamden, so it's not that. How many times? <laughs> not many. Aye, I know. I actually stayed away from the last semi-final because the record at Hamden was terrible. Um, and then we won Rob's to beat Rangers. I was like, oh, typical. So this time I was like, no, I'm no, I'm not missing out. Um, I'll go. So maybe if we lose, then it is me that's a jinx, actually. Yeah, so we'll see. So um, I will be going to the final, obviously. Because I don't, it does, it is annoying when people are like, well, I'm going to go to the final, of course. And I'm like, mm-hmm, are you? Very good. Where were you on a wet and windy Tuesday? Well, it wasn't wet, it was August, but still in Annan. Oh, I didn't see you traipsing to Sterling on a Wednesday night. So um, I will be at the final. I am sad about Sunday, but it, maybe I'm the jinx. Maybe I'm the problem here. No. It could be, be an issue, I think, Erin. We'll, we'll see what so, happens. I, yeah, 2 1, I think. And um, to be clear, if I'm, I won't be on the podcast next week, regardless. So if we lose. It's, that's not fine. And that's I don't all right. Want you better take anyway, so it's fine. All right. I don't want Josh annoying me next week. Josh, what's your production? I, I know, Erin. No, look, you don't want to end up getting tarred with the same brush as Scott McGill. Mm-hmm. What's your production, Josh? Uh, my prediction is 3 0. Rangers, 3 0 Rangers, obviously. Who's going to score those three goals? Um, right, fa- Fashion Junior, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Morelos. And then, um, and then, no, actually, 3 1, 3 1, I'll say. Because um, what will happen is we'll go 2 0 up, Fashion Junior and Morelos. Then Aberdeen will go 2 1. Um, and then just when Aberdeen think they're right back in it at 91 minutes, mm-hmm, okay. Scotty, Wright, Scotty Wright's going to come off the, off the bench. <laughs> As uh, he's gonna score a he's gonna score one foot outside the box uh, and run As by the Aberdeen if. fan it, run by the Aberdeen fans gear at the ear cuff and that. Oh come on. Right, do you want a wee a wee quiz? Yes, okay. On the Absolutely. Top. Right, it's Absolutely. only a few questions, we'll see how it goes, right? Oh, this so, is fun. I didn't know about this. Aye, because just aye, we've got a wee bit of time, right? Okay, so do you know which two teams played in the first final of the League Cup? Arctic Thistle? One of them? No. Which no. year was it? It was in 1947. Oh, Christ, right. I, I was thinking it was like 70s, right? Oh, I do know this, I think. I think. Is it... A- Two teams that are playing this weekend. It is. Okay, I know which ones it is. So Kelly and Celtic. No, the other one. 
Rangers and Aberdeen, is it? Rangers and Aberdeen, is it? Rangers and Aberdeen, uh, the score was 4-0, so um, the Rangers. The Rangers were the first winners. Right, next question. Which current League 2 team has won the League Cup three times? Dumbarton. Nope. Who's next for I guess? Where are Queen of the South? Uh, league one. Um, three times. Three times. And then currently in League Two. At one point, we're actually a team that had won the League Cup the most. No way. No. Right. Oh, what? Because right they won it like early on three times. East Drive. Mm-hmm. Yes, Neil. Oh, that's a great shout. Very good shout. That is. East Fife, indeed. Right, okay. Um, Kilmarnock won the Cup in the 2011-12 season. I beat Celtic 1-0 and won it for the first time in their history. Since then, three teams have also become first-time winners. Who are the three teams? St. Johnson. St. Johnson, Ross County. Ross County, yeah. Yep. All right, St. Johnson, uh, Ross County, and who else? Hibs. Uh, uh, no. Uh, so they've only won it once? Aye, and it was the season after Kilmarnock beat Celtic. Oh, it was... Um, oh, it was um, it's no Robinson, is it? No, it, oh, oh my God, it was... Um, you know that that team, but they could. They they play they, they play they play football. St Johnston, where St Jesus and Johnson when they won in twenty one. I said St Johnston. Oh, we've had St Johnston. Um, Partick. No. Um, a manager played for them. The manager that takes part this weekend played for them. St Martin. St Martin. Of course, twenty thirteen. Um, in 2013-14 season Celtic were defeated in round three okay which current championship manager scored the only goal of the game oh championship manager who would they could, what could year we... was it sorry 2013-14 season and Celtic won and who scored no, the goal no Celtic lost Celtic yeah. lost. Yep. Oh shit! So they did. I know who they lost to. Wait, no, hold on. Who did they lose to then? The thirteen fourteen season. Yep. The third round, Darren. Right. Sorry, I was about to say. Okay. Wait, that's not what happened. And right, third round. Yes. Okay. Oh, I. Oh, now I'm like, do I know? And the man, the manager is current. They're the person who scored the right. goal. Is currently, a manager the in the Emory. championship. What was that, Neil? Doogie Emery. It was, yeah, aye. Morton, wasn't it? Doogie Emery scored an extra time. Excellent, Neil. Well, well yes. done there, Neil. Erin, I was I don't know if you were Googling there. You looked like too much as if you were like I was just gonna no, Google. I was just no, gonna say I feel like Doogie I get Emery. too excited and I miss the start of the question, and then I'm like, oh no, I'm confused. I get too excited about the quiz. Um 
how many finals, League Cup finals, have Aberdeen lost? Oh God! How how long how long has this pod gone for, uh, for oh, John? Pack it in. See, this let's doesn't help. Count, let's start. Stop counting. Help no. One, two. <laughs> no, seven. many. I, don't, I actually don't think it's that many. I don't think we've got to the final that often. We have. It's not seven. It's if we were doing player cards, right? Five. Oh. Oh, that, that, that's higher. Eight. 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 Ten. Nine. Nine. Is that a lot? I guess well, it is. Aye, we've won it six times. So we've lost nine. That's pretty nine. disappointing. Um, do you have any more questions? Are you done? Oh, um, no, one more. One more. Keep them more. Right, okay. Um, I just get so. Because it's like a shout out first, I get so nervous. <laughs> I we really need to get buzzers for this, John. Yeah, that's Just, the problem. Right, okay. uh, this is a, a recent one. So in last year's final, yeah, who scored the opening goal in, as Hibs played Celtic? Kiloma? Uh, no. Um, Just got the opening goal. What was the score to you? I can't really remember because I didn't. I didn't watch that final because it was like. Um, oh, because Rangers weren't in it. No, I, I, I hate Hibs. I, I hate Hibs and I hate Celtic. Um, because they're like they're basically like the same club. Like Hibs are like Celtic diet. Basically, was it 2-1? They just get get all their ex players and all that. You know what I mean? Um, sorry. Last year, um, it's a toss up between. I presume they're still there, yeah. God, I can't Deutsch. Christian Deutsch. Kyogo. Was that Celtic player? Kyogo did score, but it didn't score first in the game. Oh. So oh, right. Hold on. Did Celtic go behind? Oh, this yes. is a sick Mark, question. We Mark, all there's no question. No, not Boyle or Campbell. I'm thinking we were getting beat one now. Oh. Yeah, this is a, are we all going for Celtic players? Yeah. We're all was it, no. Was it Chrissy Cadden? No. Do they still play for Hibs? Yes. I can hear I can hear people screaming in when they listen to this podcast and they'll have it. John but, Collins. No, John Collins. <laughs> Who's um what country would they play for? Scotland. Do they play for Scotland though? No. Might I get a cap and a friendly? Lewis Stevenson. No. Um, has he always been at Hibs? Fucking hell, man. This is got this is scraping the it's ball. Not, here. It's not a yes, no game. Ryan Porteous. Ryan, Ryan Porteous. No. Oh, you're Boyle. close. You're close. Susan Boyle. No. Right. Close because he's a defender. Dylan McGeech. No. Paul Hanlon. Last year. Paul Hanlon, I said it before, Josh. Don't let me Paul, get it. No, Paul McGinn. Paul McGinn. I said Paul oh. Hanlon. Hanlon, aye. Thank you. And I said it before, Josh. Nice try. We do need buzzers. We there need to get some buzzers ordered. Oh, I think that was all right. It's all right. We need to do right. a big quiz. In the sum- it's, I get nervous that someone will shout it first and then you doubt yourself <laughs> right and it's very stressful. Do I think, John, you never, you never done uh, the big fat quiz of the year, the big fat SFF quiz of the year this year. All the listeners were up in region calling out for it. Ah, uh, in the group chat, who was up for it? 
there was no response. I was no hard, hard. Sadly, we'll I was one. very busy. Don't worry, we will do one at some point. Mate, we'll I, might, I might have been, I was I had a pretty, see between the 22nd of December when I went off work and the 4th when I went back to work, like, I think I must have tanned about 40 bottles of vodka <laughs> and 20, 20 bottles of Kahula drinking white Russian after white Russian. You need to see someone in public health or watch in public health to get some support. Right, okay. What was the score the last time come on it played Celtic in the League Cup? When you go, Neil? I'll look at this question, right? So I was going through loads of things here for all my stats and all that. A real Kelly fan would get this. Potentially a real Kelly fan with a better memory than me. <laughs> in the round, would that help? Hmm? Went the, the season and what round it was. Oh no, that would give the answer, wouldn't it? Yeah. What was, the, what, what was the question again? The I think I said what was the score the last time uh, Kamara and Celtic <laughs> played each other. So I'm going to give it away too much, maybe. Jesus, it, would. Yeah, it was in season 2017-18. Right, before Steve Clark, Steve Clark, just kind of the cusp of Steve Clark. You could all take part, doesn't it? Just be oh, right, okay. Like um, 2 0. No. No. What's that, Michael? 1 0. No. 3 no. 0. No. 4 0. No. no. Josh, are you on mute? It's like I was moving probably back. I am on mute. What was that, Neil? I was probably at it, which is the sad thing about this. But I'm it not going to reveal it. It was in the second round. Do you realise this is just process elimination, by the way? You can just start seeing score lines until I get the right one. 7 0. <laughs> Did anyone say 5 0? 5 0, it was. Was it? Yes. <laughs> I've edited that from my memory. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, we'll stick with Kamaric. Neil, you'll probably know this. If you do know it, don't say it, right? And we'll see if the others mm. know it. How many League Cup finals have Kilmarnock lost? Three. No. Do you know it, Neil? Well, there's two in my lifetime, but I think there was maybe one in the... Is it three? No. Four. Why? Yes. So I was looking at earlier, they lost it in D in 1952-53. They then lost the Rangers in 1960-61 season, Hearts in 62-63 season. Um and then we well after that, 2001 <laughs> season they beat by Celtic. And then 2007 they got beat by Hibs 5-1. Yeah, to my lifetime. I need to read my Kamala 150 years history book, I think, John, to brush up. Aye, but some of, <laughs> some of these things you don't want to remember, do you, lost finals? Right. Um, Larson Hattrick, I was at that one, Larson Hattrick, that was a shocker, 2001. Uh, right, well, we have a Rangers question. So, the last time Rangers won the trophy, who scored the winner? Uh, Yelovich. Oh, he was in there quick. You've read your history, Josh. 
No, I was at I was at that game. Yeah, that game. It's a f- famous, famous cup final. That was the one um Yelovich ran through. Was I can't remember who gets sent off. Was Celtic Isagiri gets sent off on it, I think. Um I'm sure he, it was Isagiri, I think he he gets sent off in that game. Um yeah, I think that's the, the quiz probably be concluded. Well done for taking part. No prizes. I enjoyed the quiz. It was good fun. We should do it more often, but I like to know if there's a quiz so I can do some research. Right, so worst of luck to all teams except Aberdeen. Best of luck to Aberdeen. Maybe Kent? Yeah, I think we will... I think we'll be fine. Um, right, it could be podcast. What are you going to do? Wait, 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 I just want to ask, what are you going to do? See if Graham Shinney puts in her own goal, right? And Rangers win 1 0, right? What are you going to do with your Graham Shinney bed covers? Why would you do that? Just, I'm just want, you know what I mean? You're going to get, <laughs> get them replaced with Bojan Majowski bed covers. She will yeah. duck under the covers. <laughs> What are you going to do when Ryan Jack scores an own goal? And we win. Yeah. Scott Wright and Ryan Jack, two own goals, 2 0 Aberdeen, done. The two of them got for a header. Yeah, they, they both agent, got for Agent Wright. Yeah. yeah, both of them go for a header, you're right. And then, <laughs> you're right. And then it goes in, <sighs> and they both then have a fight and get sent off, and you go down to nine men, and then. Morales scores a consolation at the end. Okay, okay. That's. I mean, that. I. I've got to say, that would be a turn up for the books. There's. I would say there's a red card of that game coming. I. No, I agree. I think that is. Uh, I think it's going to be a feisty one. Yes. Right. Okay. So that's us. Thank you for coming on, Neil. Good to have you back on. Pleasure joining any time, mate. All right. Um, Michael, good to have you back on as well. Yeah, no, well, I'll see you. I'll see you for the final. Is that a Celtic Aberdeen final? That's right. Yes. I never asked your prediction, Michael. What's your prediction for Sunday then? Yes, no. Um, I will go for. I will go. I'm not going to say this to copy someone, but yeah, two one Aberdeen. Oh, there we go. Neil, what was your prediction? I'm looking at there was five goals in both of the league matches. Just checking the previous encounters this season so I'll go for goals I'll go for to each draw and then pens who's going to win in penalties <laughs> Rangers oh come on Neil you're not coming back on the podcast after I said there it was going to be a Kamarik Aberdeen final and asked Taylor Price for the winner and you went with Rangers shocking <laughs> hey, staunch, staunch shout brother <laughs> Terrible. Right, okay. Cheers, everyone. Cheers, Erin and Josh. Good to have you on as always. Thanks, all. And I, uh, happy football. Not happy football. Happy Correct. football. <laughs> happy football, everyone.